And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? This episode's coming out on December 24th, a little later than I would have liked it to have gone, but, you know, here we are, better late than ever. We got a lot to talk about on today's show, uh, if, if unless you've been living under a rock. Uh, unfortunately, the Lightning has lost Nikita Kucherov for the 2021 season. I will be discussing that, of course, as well as the NHL season uh, schedule has come out. Uh, pretty interesting matchups for the Tampa Bay Lightning. We spoke on the last show about how interesting this year's division matchup will be for the Lightning. And uh, I kind of had the idea that, you know, with them trying to keep everything safe with COVID, that they were possibly, and then there was talk about this. I mean, it wasn't completely out of the blue. But it looks like the Lightning will only have, as well as every other team in the league, will only play within their division up until the playoffs. So we'll discuss, of course, you know what that might mean for the Lightning, uh, what what their maybe their win total might be this year, uh, and then of course we'll continue uh, the the ongoing segment that we have had uh, on the show that we started last episode, and that was the uh, Boltmas segment, uh, happy Boltmas, you know, uh, Christmas has the 25 days, Hanukkah has eight, well, you know, Boltmas is so great that it's only three days, so we'll discuss that, we'll end the show with that on a happy note, so why don't we jump into it right away, obviously, you know, there were signings over the last couple of days, Lightning have decided to bring back, which was no surprise here, uh, Alexander Vakov, Matthew Joseph, Chernak and Ruda, uh, I mean, really at this point in time with, you know, with Stamkos' injury history as well as, you know, now the absence of Nikita Kucherov for the foreseeable future, uh, the Lightning are going to need all the bodies they could get. Um, I think that, you know, re-signing Chernak and Ruta to these contracts was no-brainers. Um, unfortunately, Ruta only got a one-year deal, which was fine. Uh, you know, his he played... Very well this year for the time he was, which was not many, not not much. I mean, he was he was injured for a very good amount of the season, as well as you know in the playoffs and whatnot. But you know what? Um, he's still very good on the back check, uh, as well as Chernak. So you know what? You got to bring those guys back. I mean, you know, it, it's just really at this point, with especially with the 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 very the flat cap coming into the season, it, it's you know really at this point, all these guys are coming back. You know. Um, it's just a matter of getting the deal done to where both sides can agree to it uh, and feel good about it for the future. Um, so we'll talk about that. You know, we're talking about that. And, you know, obviously the one deal that really needs to get done now and that, you know, has given the Lightning a little bit of wiggle room um, going into this, uh, you know, with this big cap is, uh, you know, the Anthony Sorelli deal. And, 
Nikita Kucherov now being out for the season. He was designated to a long-term injury reserve. Uh, and that takes $9.5 million off the books for the year. Uh, the Lightning were going into the season with, I believe, over 7.5, maybe 7.5, maybe that number right on the dot. But uh, obviously they were over the cap and they still needed to shed some uh, room. And, you know, obviously this unfortunate situation uh, with Cooch, um, you know, allows them that, that some sort of freedom. So now obviously it's all about getting the job done with Sorelli. Um, and this is unfortunately... Um, you know, gonna have it. You know, if you thought it was tough for the team, especially with Stamkos being out last season, now just when you thought this team was gonna catch a break, now the the tables have turned uh, on the Lightning somewhat to where now it's not Stamkos they have to worry about. Uh, right now, I mean, you know, like I said, Stamkos is very in, very much injury prone. I mean, it's there's every Lightning fan knows it at this point in time uh, what to expect out of Stammer. But really, when it comes down to it, you're losing your top scorer, um, and Nikita Kucherov. I mean, former MVP of the league uh, two seasons ago, and then you know on top of that, you know just to put it in perspective, uh, I actually saw this in a great article by Emily Kaplan on ESPN.com. Go ahead and check it out where she was uh, discussing the Kucherov uh, injury and him being out. Is And I didn't realize this. I, I knew he... I, I figured he had to beat up there. If, if someone came out and asked me, you know, where would you rank him over the past four seasons or so? Uh, he has tallied 393 points over the last four seasons. Only second to Connor McDavid. So that really puts it into perspective how important he's been to this team, and it, and it it really is unfortunate that they're gonna lose him. Uh, uh, you know, Julian J- Breeze Boss came out today, real statement said they hope to have him back by the playoffs, which really I don't know how reasonable it is. Um, you know, we all know the the really how significant of a surgery this is for a hip hip surgery. Uh, we saw it in Braden Point last year. Um, you know, it really holds you back from really doing the things that you need to do to get in shape for the season. Um, you know, with, with Braden Point coming this season with double hip surgery, so it was even worse than, you know, what Kucherov is going to be facing in terms of rehab. Uh, if anybody has had surgery before, you know that, you know, when you have surgery on something, whether it's, you know, your leg or, you know, your shoulder or whatever the case may be, your body, especially that body part that injury that you know so his hip is basically starting from zero percent and really he's just gonna have to learn how to walk again and and build up the strength in that hip and then that's just you know first right off the bat and that might be you know off the top of my head I would have to say maybe three four five months maybe six depends on how well his rehab goes uh, obviously, I don't expect there to be any more complication, any complications with the surgery. Um, you know, he's obviously going to be seeing the best doctors and surgeons that the Tampa Bay Lightning could provide to him. But, you know, he's starting, he's really just start, he's going to learn how to walk. And then really, as soon as he feels comfortable, as well as the, the you know, the physical therapist and all that stuff, that's when he's probably going to start skating. And, you know, we're not talking he's going to put on skates and he's going to start skating out there, um, like as you would see maybe in practice or even in a game situation. 
we're talking real baby steps. Um, you know, so it's really going to be a very tough, long road for Cooch. Um, then again, who knows, you know, to, as to how, how big or how bad this, or, you know, how, how big the severity of the, the hip surgery is. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see how his rehab goes, and then we can make it a, a determination from there. But um, I would expect him the the recovery time to where maybe we start hearing things about Cooch uh, because he's you know he's still in great shape, and you know his body is in a great. He's at a great point in his career right now where he's at the peak of his you know physical health. So uh, you know it, it, this is not like a a, a a guy in his mid thirties or, you know, late thirties getting hip surgery. This is a guy who's still very much, uh, in his twenties and, you know, who's in peak performance. So, you know, I would have to say, you know, even though I just said maybe, uh, three to six months, I would say maybe around the four and a half, five month month mark, we start hearing about him starting to do quote unquote hockey activities. Now, whether that's just taking shots or whatever the case may be um we'll just have to wait and see but i think that really the five month mark um is going to be really a telling sign of how severe this injury was and then maybe then we'll we'll start to see if the lightning will be able to get him back in time for the playoffs um having said that you know the one thing and we saw it this year on the other side like i said with you know stamkos missing significant time uh, Braden Point not being 100%. So a lot of the responsibility offensively fell upon Alex Kalorn and and Nikita Kucherov. Now, this year, interestingly enough, um, it, it falls on Stamkos to stay healthy, uh, and it's more important than ever for him to really stay on the ice because, um, you know, if, if with, with Kucherov gone, and you, you can't really have the whole – offensive output really fall upon point and and Kalorn. Uh I mean Kalorn had a great season last year there's no doubt about it I, I came on this show many times um, throughout the season you know especially when we started the show I was the biggest Alex Kalorn fan in the world um, I loved how he played last year but you know obviously doing part of it was them changing things around and him really getting a lot of opportunities out there to really succeed, and the ice was really open for him. So, um, you know, but really, I don't know if he could duplicate that. I'm, you know, that's not a knock against his 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 talent. Absolutely not. I mean, you know, Kalorn is a huge part of this team, but Stamkos is really going to have to step up this year and really, you know, take the pressure off those guys because, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand how hard it is to replicate something as what the, the Tampa Bay Lightning did last season during the regular season. Um, you know, they went up through their ups and downs, but they still finished second in the division um, to the Boston Bruins, who were the only team in the National Hockey League that had 100 points last year. So, I mean, that tells you how well they played, and they weren't that far behind them when play was postponed. So, you know, just to kind of get an early look at the lines, really, you know, with Kucherov out, um, I would imagine Coach Cooper is going to move Stamkos up to the first line wing, right winger position, uh, along with Point and Palat. Um, then again, who knows if he's going to be willing to change that up a little bit? Um, 
but right now, if I had to imagine, you know, if I'm playing the the coach card right now, I would move Stamkos up to the first line. Uh, maybe have the the good row Gord Coleman line uh, as really the second line, and then have Sorelli, Kalorn, and maybe Volkov uh, out there as well, and then maybe try and work Joseph in there uh, here and there. You know, switch him out with Volkov. You know, really just play the hot hand. And, you know, just kind of flip flop between those two. But then you also have Maroon Paquette, and then possibly you know this is very. I I'm still interested to see what they do with this. Um, you know, Tyler Johnson being on that fourth line during the playoffs. Um, but really, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, right now it seems like, you know, obviously we all know he was sent down. And really it's slated for him to, you know, since he passed waivers, he's slated to, to start the season Syracuse. I don't see that happening. Um, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be beneficial to the team as well as Tyler Johnson's trade value. And Tyler Johnson as a person, confidence-wise, to really, you know, to, to play up in Syracuse. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, you're just wasting a talented hockey player. He's still talented. I mean, even though the Lightning have obviously made it uh, very clear that they are willing to deal him, and it's just one of those things where he just is not budging on the no-trade clause. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate what is going on with that. But really, you know, if you want to succeed, uh, especially with – Kucherov at a lineup for the foreseeable future. I mean, you know, this is Tyler Johnson's chance to really step up and say, listen, I still got a lot left in the tank. Um, you know, those that, that run I went on a couple of years in the playoffs wasn't a fluke, and here I am proving it in, in the middle of the season as well. Um, so, you know, it, it's really a very opportunistic uh, situation for not only Steven Stamkos to really kind of um, – you know, make some sort of a comeback, I guess, you know, make a, you know, kind of case to the rest of the league, you know, hey, listen, like, I can stay healthy and all that stuff, as well as Tyler Johnson uh, kind of earning a place, I guess, back on the team to where maybe the Lightning will potentially have to look at maybe other players to deal other than Tyler Johnson. So in just a moment, we're going to talk about the schedule coming out. Uh, very interesting. You know, I love the schedule as how it looks. Uh, sort of a as a baseball-style uh, schedule that you would see. But um, I really like it this way. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about our sponsor, one of our sponsors today. And that is Biltco. Biltco makes you the best you at whatever you do. It makes you break through your wall. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Bilko every day. Easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. Put in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Definitely throw it in your bag if you're going around, you know, uh, kind of making some little stops here and there for the holidays, for Christmas Eve, as well as Christmas Day. You know, obviously if you're, you know, being socially distant. But you know what? It's still draining regardless of the situations that are uh, surrounding the holidays this year so definitely bring it with you to kind of you know f fuel you up as you get through the day it's five hour energy without the crash feeling plus it's natural so it's better for your body it's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results they come in three delicious flavors peanut butter honey chocolate coconut and chocolate mint and how does it work so well well, Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. So this stuff literally makes you 
look better. So, you know, this is the perfect holiday gift, kind of, I guess, you know, late gift, you know, if maybe, you know, you're still kind of waiting with work uh, to do the, I guess, like the, the secret Santa. So definitely get this if uh, you still haven't gotten a gift for, you know, that that's someone who needs maybe a little throw in a stocking stuffer here and there. So go to Bilko.com, use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at Bilko.com. Let's go. All right. So, you know, the topic that I've really been excited to talk about today, uh, you know, it came out not too long ago today was the schedule. Now, we spoke on the last show how, you know, it was already interesting enough in terms of a storyline throughout the season that we're going to see are these divisions. But, uh, you know, the league has kind of added more to that, which I think is really smart. They did this very well. Uh, is really they are keeping the schedule with and and as well it was it was really not like a, that much of a surprise as I stated at the top of the show with how they made the schedule for everybody so they're gonna keep the schedule the play within the divisions which is smart obviously so you you know we're not talking about you know risking players health with everything that's going on with COVID and you know their spikes heat being he, being you know popping up here and there around the country. Um, so, you know, th- really, the, we don't have to worry about Lightning players getting COVID if, you know, they're going to California or Canada or whatever the case may be. So, like I said, so the Lightning are going to start the season against Chicago. Now, it doesn't it, it doesn't really say. Um, I, I'm very curious as to, I would assume that these are going to be in the Amali, the home games, and as well as on the road in the opposing team's uh, arenas. Uh, maybe if something in that area, maybe if there's a spike or whatever the case may be, maybe they might move. I would imagine that those the location of those games as well as possibly the times are subject to change. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, this is really a, a day-to-day thing right now with all this. And But the, co- the cool thing about this is that they're going to play games every two days, which is... Um, it's going to be interesting in terms of roster moves, uh, line changes, how how teams are going to deal on the fly to really kind of really kind of deal with the the most obvious factor that's going to be in this is uh, COVID positive tests as well as just regular injuries. Um, so you know what, but it, and the Lightning are already down, you know, a big gun in their in their arsenal. So, but you know, what? it's going to be interesting to see how Coach Cooper really shakes up the lineup, especially if the team is is um is struggling but the the thing that is beneficial to them um is especially is the goaltender situation uh you know kurt mcelenny as well as andre vasileski of course so thing with vasileski let's say you know at one point during the season he gets hot he's on a roll like we saw last year uh that was started end of january uh and extended into february um he doesn't have to wait long to get back out there. You know, sometimes we'll see with the schedule in the past, you know, uh, a goaltender will go sometimes a week without playing a game. And, you know, obviously that has to do with schedule and then kind of mixed in with, of course, you know, the coach giving him a rest here and there so he doesn't get burnt out. But I'm fine with this. You know, I stated it numerous times last season. Play Vasilevsky. He's young. You know, there's, you know, he should be playing at least, I want to say, 85 to 90% of the games. Uh, throughout the season obviously maybe in the end the home stretch uh, as the lightning are gearing up for the playoffs yeah of course you know maybe sit him a little bit more uh, than you would have but not too much to where he gets stale so they're playing the Blackhawks uh, you know 
uh, from the 13th to the 15th. Uh, Stars, Blue Jackets, Carolina, Predators, Red Wings, uh, you know, and then they go on to the Panthers and so on. And it kind of sort of cycles its way, cycles its way back and forth. Uh, And this is going to be the good thing about this as well is that, you know, obviously Lightning fans as well as the Lightning I mean, they're not used to seeing the Blackhawks as many times or the Stars as many times or, or even, you know, the, the I guess, the, the Predators, you know, as well. So this is going to forge possibly, especially with, I could definitely see what a feisty team like the Blackhawks and, and especially the constant rematch of the Stanley Cup Final, you know, them seeing Dallas. This is going to maybe forge some very intense rivalries throughout the season. And it's definitely going to make some for some very interesting games. And some, it's going to be interesting to see how some players on this team uh, react and perform, especially, you know, with not so much time between two, you know, a game. So, you know, like obviously, like I said, with the Dallas Stars, you know, uh, there's def- they're definitely going to be feeling a certain type of way after what happened in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, and then, you know, so if, you know, something happens on January 17th, well, guess what? Two days later, we might see fireworks once again. And even after that, you got the 21st and the 23rd against the Blue Jackets, which, I, I mean, we all know the history there. So it, it's going to be interesting. And I could see, and we normally see this later on in the season, not so much early on, but we could definitely, this could definitely make for a lot of fights, a lot of penalty minutes, which... Um, you know, I regardless of how you feel uh, w- about you know fights, some people don't think they don't need to be in the game anymore. Personally, I feel I feel like you know fighting does need to be in the game just because it it's for the players a way for them to police the game themselves. Um, you know, because there are times, obviously, we've seen it. I've, I've stated many times. You know, the referees. On any given night, we'll we'll miss five to six calls, which is ridiculous. Um, but that's that's why you know the players are able to fight, duke it out, and you know whereas we might see the tension level uh, usually at a ten, possibly I would say maybe uh, end of January, February into March is when you really start to get teams, especially div- division rivals. Uh, when these these guys really start getting tired of seeing each other, um, and they just are ready to go at you know for the for the playoffs, you know we could definitely see the tension level for a lot of these games at a ten, uh, at, in mid January. Uh, granted, I mean the the season does start mid January, but I mean more so probably end of January. Uh, into February now granted the season is starting later than normal and we have a lot less games uh, than the NHL is normally accustomed to having but so that just raises the stakes even higher so it's going to make for a lot of I'm just really excited about it Um, it, it's the it I think really in the future um, the NHL should possibly maybe think about keeping something like this in play where Maybe we see a lot more in, you know, division division matchups. Um, you know, maybe keep it to a baseball-style schedule. Obviously, I would still like to see everybody play each other. I mean, I would love, you know, 
I, I, I especially enjoy those Canadian road trips as well as, you know, the West Coast road trips. Um, but really incorporate maybe that 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 kind of back-to-back sort of two days apart feel to it. Now, it's a little different, obviously, because the, the season is shortened. But So maybe you'd have to spread out the games a little bit farther from each other, maybe, you know, how it regularly is. But I really do like the way it's set up. You know, for example, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Uh, end of the season, from the 4th to the 8th, the, the Lightning and the Panthers play each other three times. Uh, you know, that could, you know, I've, I've always, from day one of the show, I've been a huge, huge, uh, you know, fan of and, you know, very vocal about kind of promoting the in-state rivalry between these two. I feel like it's not as big as it could potentially get. So that's something to think about as well. Um, and, you know, it's it's definitely going to make, I, I think the Lightning, listen, like, it. I think it's especially at where these these uh, these teams are right now, uh, Chicago, Detroit, even Nashville, uh, I, I could definitely see the Lightning, um, you know, maybe before, this was before the Kucherov uh, news, but I could definitely, you know, the Lightning could potentially win all their matchups against Detroit. Eh, but now, you know, that I say that, I think Detroit will steal a couple. You know, they obviously the, the Lightning had some trouble with them last year in their last matchup, which, you know, we won't get into. I thought that the Lightning should have won that game, but it is what it is. I mean, they got a cup out of the season, so we're not going to get too crazy about that. But, um, you know, this could turn out two ways. The Lightning could run away with the division, which even with the predicament that they're in roster-wise, I still expect them to. Um, or it can make for a close race. I said on the last episode, I could definitely see um, a, a Chicago or even a Carolina um, kind of making some noise in the division. I mean, even though Chicago is sort of their their management is trying to lean in in the direction of rebuild. I mean, they still have Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, so that's the one um, thing that you know is really in their favor until the time they're dealt. And that's really the thing that's unfortunately for the Lightning. You know, it, it's not fun um, having, to wa- having to go up against Patrick Kane, which we're, we've all, we're all aware of what he could do when he has the puck on his stick. So, uh, yeah, interesting to see how this turns out. Um, we're less than a month away from it. Um, I can't wait for training camps to come. Um, it, it should start, I believe, I want to say after, I think, end of probably next week, maybe January 1st, January 2nd is probably when we'll be hearing some news coming out. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's a great opportunity for the lightning. They, they lucked out. I mean, it's been a year of kind of things working in the lightning's favor in terms of just how things have shaped up, uh, you know, just from when the season was postponed, that the whole team was pretty banged up as well as, you know, you know, just guys not playing well, and then the season stops, and then that gave the team ample time to get ready for the playoffs. And then you got a fresh team going in to the playoffs, and look what happened. So, you know, this could potentially once again work in their favor. And then, you know, if the cards are right, you know, they got a healthy Stamkos, and then possibly Kucherov coming back at some point in the playoffs if they make a deep run. Um, and that will definitely help, definitely will ha- be the those odds will hopefully maybe be in their favor. And speaking of odds, speaking of odds, let's talk about 
another one of today's sponsors, and that is Bet Online AG. Are you are we ready for some football? College football people, uh, you know, bowl season is right around the corner. I mean, it's right here technically, and there are some big matchups coming up. The regular, the NFL regular season is finishing up. Playoff picture is coming more clear. There's only one place that has you covered, and one place we trust here at the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for fifty percent off welcome bonus and also yes you know i mean the lightning it's the perfect time to bet on them because you know going into the today and these are not the updated uh odds as of the moment this is what i looked at before we did the show these are definitely subject to change so i wouldn't pull the trigger too early on this i would see so the the lightning going into today uh their stanley their odds to repeat were uh plus 800 and that's tied for the second best odds in the NHL right now, along with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And then, of course, you know, everybody seems, you know, to be pulling in favor of the the Colorado Avalanche. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And one last thing, don't forget to go on their, their Twitter page at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Remember, sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. All right, so to kind of end the show, um, uh, you know, we I kind of was continuing the segment uh, from this week. You know, uh, originally I wanted to do five and then. I decided let's do three. You know, I think three is good enough in terms of Boltzmiss. Um, and really, Boltzmiss, what it is, is really just things that Lightning fans should be thankful for. And I teased on the last episode about Steven Stamkos. And it couldn't, you know, being thankful for the captain. And it couldn't have been at a better time, not even realizing that the news was going to come out today about Nikita Kucherov. I, I mean... You know, it's not. Is it? Is it surprising? Not really. I mean, there was rumors going around, murmurs here and there, uh, about uh, Nikita Kucherov dealing with some stuff physically. So, you know, um, as of the severity of the injury, yes, it's a little eyebrow raising in that regard. So, but um, yes, yeah, so we got you know St- Steven Stamkos. I mean, what 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 is there to say about him? The the guy is a future Hall of Famer. Um, I've stated many times on the show that I, I firmly believe uh, if he has been healthy for the last four years, you know, if he has been, if he could have been able to play full seasons, um, I, I think that he would definitely be in the same conversation. If if he isn't already, I feel like he isn't just because of, you know, his injury history. I firmly believe that we would be, the, the comparison between Ovechkin and Stamkos would be full-fledged. And I firmly believe that. I mean, they have pretty much the most... They pretty much have identical games the way they go out there. Um, at the same time, you know, obviously, you know, Stamkos is a little bit more dynamic. He's he's able to dish the puck, too. But, I mean, that's for a whole nother show. But, um, you know, Stamkos, really, Lightning fans being thankful for Stamkos. I mean, moment of the year, probably... If it's, you know, maybe if it's not, I don't think it's top five. It's definitely maybe top three moments of all time. 
uh, if we had to rank the top three moments in Lightning history right now, it would probably be 2020, the Stanley Cup, probably one. 2004, Stanley Cup, probably two. And I would probably have to say, uh, you know, unless there's a moment I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but I would think uh, multiple, I, most of Lightning fans would agree that probably Stamco's coming back for game three of the Stanley Cup finals, uh, playing 12 minutes and scoring a goal uh, is probably the third best moment in Lightning history. And, you know, now he, you know, if he hasn't done enough already, I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's had a 60 goal season. I mean, you don't just, that 60 goal season aren't, aren't a fluke. So, I mean, there's, there's only a X amount of players that have done that in, you know, NHL history. But other than that, I mean, this year is going to be, it's, if the burden wasn't heavy already, it's going to be just unbelievable. Uh, this year for, for Stamkos, he's going to, I firmly expect him to, to really, really take the reins and really, you know, be, be on top of this team in terms of, you know, offensive scoring, be at the top of the stat list, uh, really, you know, and, and, and the key is, you know, he has to stay healthy, which I think he is. I think that, you know, through even though we've seen on social media the partying and all that stuff, these guys are still working out. They're still doing the necessary things they they need to do to stay in shape. And I think Stamkos, I think really, he's frustrated. I think that you know, with all the, all his injuries in his career, and then winning a cup again, you know, and not really being a part of it except for that great moment in the Stanley Cup Finals, um, it's. I think that he's frustrated and he really wants to have a bigger part uh, in this, this, uh, this, you know, this season. So, yeah, I think that's really what lightning fans should be thankful for that. You know, they, the team has lost Nikita Kucherov, but you know, they have Steven Stamkos to be thankful for. At least, you know, they have him in their back pocket and how many teams can you say that have a player of that caliber when he's healthy uh, sitting there that they could rely on when another one of their big guns goes down. So really be thankful for Stammer there. Uh, and right before we end things here, I just want to let you know about a new show that is hitting the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't found out about it already, is Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wager. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. And the holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that you could earn some extra cash. The new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season. He shares the, a lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, this is great. It's a great show. I'm definitely going to listen to it because, you know, uh, I think, uh, you know, I feel a little dangerous now. You know, 2020, I think we've all gotten through it for the most part, skate, uh, you know, scot-free. So, you know, now maybe I'll start throwing a little bit money on games again. I used to do that with college football uh, a lot, but, you know, I, I kind of scaled back on that. So, but I think this year maybe I'll start betting the pucks and, you know, keep a lookout for that. Maybe we got some, we also have some 
you know, me, me and my co-host from uh, Locked On NHL, Chris Massilli of Locked On Avalanche, uh, we got some, you know, some good content for you coming up this year uh, in that regard. So keep an eye out. So, uh, yeah, everyone, you know, just stay safe. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And I'll, we'll be dropping an episode either on Christmas Day or maybe for the weekend. So keep an eye out for that. We'll keep, And, of course, go ahead to the Twitter page at LO underscore Lightning. Uh, tweet to us, you know. You know, we'll be tweeting to you uh, Merry Christmas of course as well as you know uh, follow me on Twitter at APDanker D-E-N-K-E-R and then of course follow us on Instagram at LockedOn underscore Lightning I know the, 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 the Instagram page hasn't really been you know really that exciting thus far but you know like I said uh, I think once the season starts up we'll be getting some really good content up there so keep an eye out for that so that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker merry christmas everybody